You're listening to a podcast of Spurious Morality, so you are. Hello and welcome to this bonus episode of a podcast of Spurious Morality. I'm Connor and today I'm joined by Mark. Hello. Hello. And we're here to talk about the fifth Doctor box set, um, which came out, I think it came out quite a wee while ago now, was it? 2015 i think you're right yeah there um, yeah and it's 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 it, it's always been a favorite it's a really really strong set um so spoiler warning for anyone listening this is an episode all about the fifth doctor box set if you hadn't if you uh, if you haven't heard it yet you're currently listening to the wrong thing and i suggest you go and start with it <laughs> um so we'll, we'll kick off then with the first story then psychodrome what do you think of psychodrome oh it's so good. I, I, I love this box set. You know, both stories um, are, are excellent. Psychodrome. Actually, the, f- the first thing I'll say, because um, this, this could be so easily overlooked, but it's so crucial to the feel of the thing, is the, the music um, pr- provided by Full Circle, which, which I think just sets the mood template of the whole thing perfectly. It's um, what, what I, I don't know whether a Full Circle is one person or, or if it's a couple of people, but they work magic anyway. They, they they somehow managed to distill the essence of Paddy Kingsland and Roger Lim and, and, and Peter Hall into just one single fused thing that just sounds absolutely, you know, like all three and yet like like something else all its own at the same time. And it's just, I don't know, it, it just absolutely suits the atmosphere of this thing and it sets the atmosphere as much as, as much as the ideas do, as much as the characters do, and um, yeah, so so like th- those opening seconds, you know, even as you come off the back of the theme, you're just like, yep, yeah, we're, we're we're right dead center in the middle of Bidmead land here. It's you know, it just feels pitch perfect. Um, and then the story itself, I just think it's this wonderful. It it, it must be the the best thing, or, or certainly my favorite thing that um, Johnny Morris has written because. What he does is he he somehow manages to like just, just write the most bid meaty thing that ever bid meated. You know, it's it's really um well I, I mean and there's a clever trick to the thing, which is that he takes, you know, the whole story is about um taking things that have happened in, during season eighteen and 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 the, the the initial part of of season nineteen and kind of having the characters gradually realize that these things are being assimilated into their environment and, and obviously with those things in the mix it's going to feel highly reminiscent of those stories but it's it's done so well um the way he pulls all those elements in is just extraordinary and um i just it's, it's to me it's very much a mood because in a way what it is it's an idea that's been done countless times in doctor who you've got this this thing of um something that that feeds off negative energy or emotions or people's distrust of one another or you know there's been any number of times we, we've seen that scenario but i suppose what makes it special in this case is how, how do you make that original and it's basically by making it a mood piece that that's that's just like so representative of its, of its era that if you love that era which i do it's my it's my favorite um I think you just warm to this thing immediately and just the performances are great. The lines are great. Um, it has, it, I think it's in the discontinuity guide that 
Paul Cornell or somebody references this this notion of the uh, philosophical cliffhanger, which is a sort of rare but important variant on, on, on the whole cliffhanger thing. And you, you get it a couple of times in a story um, and, and actually the following one as well. And it's, it's, it's these kind of high concept season 19 ideas. And it's just... It's just so rich in in all of that. Um, um, you're you're right. Certainly, just to backtrack slightly about the music, it definitely sticks out in my mind. Um, you know, when whenever it comes on, it's so different to some of the other you know big finish range you know house styles. Um, that maybe now tend to more more towards the Murray Gold sort of new series style. That when you start listening to the set, when you start listening to Psychodrome, it's this really really pleasing change of pace. Uh, that does evoke the eighties, um, so so effectively and so and so um, potently, um, uh, yeah, I completely agree with you on that. Um, I think what I love about Psychodrome is that it takes these characters at the perfect point um, in their in their travels to to build up on something that, that I'm hesitant to say that the TV series didn't. But I think what this does is this takes a much more modern approach to them. Um, where none of them are really together by choice. The only two people who are together by choice are the Doctor and Adric. And even in their case, Adric's not with the Doctor he started travelling with. You know, the story makes that point that Adric you know, has lost the fourth Doctor and has now effectively got a complete stranger as his mentor. Um, you know, and Nissa and Tegan aren't especially travelling in the TARDIS by choice either. They've had their own personal tragedies, which again Psychodrome exploits really, really well, um, and, and brings up some really, really great, you know, drama from. Um so it comes at that perfect point just after Castrovalva, um, and 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 really makes use of the opportunity that this team has or that you know that exists at this point for that team um it's 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 i've i've always thought it's one of the very best stories big finish have ever released really um a really really strong start to the set um yeah, i agree it also has one of the, the very best trailers i think it's just, it's got this incredible trailer i remember hearing that for the first time and thinking yes yeah, this, this is going to be something quite special here I, I can't call it to mind. I, I because I, I, I bought this set just I, I think I went into Forbidden Planet, it was there and I bought it maybe on a whim, I think I'd gone in, you know, looking for some new big finish. Um and that was there and what actually tipped me over the edge was having a story set in Ireland, which we'll get on to shortly. Um but I, I've i I've never looked back on it. I actually have a friend who who adores the Fifth Doctor's era. Um and and uh, exactly exactly but whenever he heard this um and because he's such a fan of season 19 in particular as well he actually took the cds out of the case separated them and put them on the dvd shelf between castrovalva and fort of doomsday and earth um um is it the visitation and earth shock possibly black orchid and earth shock, black orchid, no, yeah, yeah i have done exactly the same um, because it, he 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 heard this and just considered it an extension of season nineteen, um, yeah. as 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 it went out. So, it 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 fits really really well in. And this is sort of, I, I've always, 
I, I think I'm in the wrong company to say this, but I've always sort of thought this was Castrovalva done right because it does go through a similar sort of, you know, it has the constructed environment. Um, this is, you know, again, spoiler warning for the listeners. It has the master as a villain in a really, really effective way um, where it's the, 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 the TARDIS crew's memories of the master um, meshed up with a few other things. Um, and, you know, the, I, I, I didn't see it coming. Because at that point in the story, it has had the Doctor and his companions set up as the templates. So is it? It's King Magus introduces himself as you know as the master of this domain, and that's one of the cliffhangers. My jaw dropped. That was so good. It caught me unawares as well, and 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 in a way, I am retrospectively surprised by that. But it's it's pleasing to be caught off guard like that by something that sort of is is almost hidden in plain sight. It's 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 you know it's not. In, in some ways, it's actually laid on a bit thick, and 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 then you sort of nearly feel a bit thick for. But but it's it's yeah, it is pleasing that, that it kind of pulls the you know it, it it springs that moment on you, or maybe we're just really, yeah, you know, not very good at spot, <laughs> spotting the audience. I don't know, but um, yeah, that that was fantastic, and and also the the business of projecting perceptions, like because it's really, you know, obviously that's. He he is and isn't the master. He's a sort of distillation of everybody's perceptions of that. But but um, I mean, if you then take the the, the sort of equivalent characters, like there's a, a sort of an avatar representing each of them um, in different environments. You've got the doc, the this Professor Rickett character, who's who's largely Tegan's um, sort of slightly not quite right yet opinion of who the Doctor is and. Um, he comes out with this wonderful, like I've, I've actually written a couple of these down, like he, he talks um, in, in this very circum, circumlocutionary way where he, he'll talk about some transitory cartographical discomfiture instead of saying, you know, we're lost. Or he'll say, we experienced a, an incommodious deviation in our peregrinations. So, something like that, you know, and, and you think, okay, that, that is like the doctor taken. It's like the, the initial impressions of the fifth doctor taken and dialed up to 11 and you can understand why Tegan sort of sees him that way but 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 there's also these sort of colonial trappings and quite sort of negative things. it's it's he at one stage says you know and he, and he takes it quite stoically but he's like you know I, I could be quite offended by this <laughs> um and I suppose we've all had things you know in, in life where, we, where we've been kind of where we've we've suddenly realized oh god that person doesn't see me the way I see myself at all and the truth lies somewhere in between you know we can't entirely see ourselves completely and and they can't you know and somewhere in the middle there's there's this sort of truth that nobody quite gets to um so, so it's a story that ex- explores that really well and then you've got like uh you know erdus is adric and and um magpie is also adric i think and and, and um, then there's a sort of a, a skeptic you know a designated skeptic in the monastery and that's tegan and um all these different things, you know, all these different projections, and it's 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 and then of course you've got the environment, which is like the Starliner, um, the the city, the the castle, the, the monastery is like the state of decay, castle and so on, and um, it's oh, and parts of it are like reminiscent of Gallifrey, so so people are bringing different parts of the jigsaw to the whole setup, and um, yeah, it's it's just so there's so much to talk about, and 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 I, uh, I, I, I yeah, a better. Again, I'm sort of rambling on a bit, so uh, please continue to say what you were 
about to before I interrupted you, if you can remember. No, not at all. No, um, the 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 uh, something that I have always found with it is I I find something new in it every single time I listen. Um, because when I first heard this, I don't think I had seen very much of season eight of of season nineteen. Um, because a lot of a lot of classic Who and a lot of the characters from Classic Who I discovered through Big Finish and then watched the TV series, which is a very roundabout way of doing things. Um, but that's 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 how it happened really, and I think um, I enjoyed it then. But now that I've you know season nineteen was the first classic season I watched the whole way through from start to finish, and um, when the collection set came out. Um. I, I was only recently, or fairly recently, then that I saw season eighteen, and mm. because those two seasons are so closely linked, having both of those and and then hearing this again, hearing Psychodrome again, helps so much. Um, and it it, it, it builds so much in you know as you say the State of Decay Castle, the Starliner, um, and and it's it's almost like a spiders, <laughs> the spiders, yes, yes, um. It's 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 almost as if they've added a fourth story to that trilogy of of Keeper of Track and Legopolis and Castrovalva, and it works so well. It it just builds so well on everything that has come before. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, really, really like it. It's got tiny little flourishes in it too that are you know in themselves aren't that significant, but just like it's such a season nineteen thing for the Doctor to enter a room and and, and ask. He, 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 he asked for room temperature H2O at one stage, which is, and that just immediately, immediately made me think of, you know, uh, Adrix and past the sodium chloride or, or whatever it is in Fort <laughs> Doomsday. It's, it, there's all those little touches that um, Johnny Morris throws into the script that are just like, yeah, he's, he's absolutely got the DNA of, of this run of stories. Um, and he, he's, he's just absolutely having a ball with weaving it all together and, and, seeding those those elements in indeed indeed shall we move on then to iterations of i yeah um which as, as i think i just said there it's it's actually the story that um tempted me into getting this set in the first place because i i have a little bit of a chip on my shoulder when it comes to dr who not going to ireland mm-hmm. um so so getting a story set in ireland and having it be so bloody good is 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 something I've always appreciated about this one. But um, what do you think? Uh, I I do really like. I suppose, is it technically in Ireland or is it just off off the mainland? I I, I don't know. But, but I, yeah, I, either way, it technically counts, doesn't it? Because it's sort of Irish, um, an Irish territory of some <laughs> of some description. But um, oh, actually, there is a bit, isn't there, set on the mainland? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I, I, I take that back. Um, but. Uh, yeah, I, I it, it's slightly second to me, or slightly secondary to me to to Psychodrome, but it's, there's only a smidge between them. Um, Psychodrome would be my favorite overall, but this one, like, it's very strong. I think John Dorney comes up with an incredible concept, and again, it's one of these perfect season nineteen ideas where it's it's a high concept thing. It's it's no, it, it is slightly reminiscent of Ish, the the story Ish, uh, which has the, you know, this concept of the, um, you know, the, the sort of sentient word, you know, the, 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 the unsayably long word that sort of originates from the start of time and, and has this kind of built-in sentience um, and malevolence and whatever. Um, and here it's, it's like 
you know, a cult has sought God in a number, and this number has turned out to be, um, you know, it, it, some, something unknowably powerful, and 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 then it 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 gets misunderstood. You know, there's this, there's this thing where it where it appears to be predatory, but then it's kind of not. It's just trying to communicate in ways that are that are very destructive, but but killing people, and um, and then it turns out that actually there are there are predators in its environment which are themselves numbers and, and it's just this incredibly it's so um you, you know Bidmead would love it because it's just so mathsy but it's there's poetry to it as well you know that it's it's really it's this synthesis of of just like you know poetic ideas and and wonderful imagery and yet it's 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 sort of built in these you know high order mathematics and everything and and um yeah the 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 whole idea of the thing is 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 wonderful and um th- just the dynamics between the team oh and and also um the fact that this this box set bookends you know you've got um you've really got this team at its very beginning and then essentially there's no more more room after this story uh between this and and I don't see how they could squeeze anything in between this and Earthshock because it's it's very clearly signalling that that's you know, almost immediately, that that almost immediately follows, um, and so you've got you've got like the last days of Adric here, and it's like he gets to be a wee bit heroic right at the end. It's not it's not overblown, but he does get this sort of um, stunt where he jumps from a helicopter and stuff towards the end. So there's a there's this kind of yeah, Adric gets one last sort of triumphant kind of um, moment to be a bit heroic, and um, and and for and for those team dynamics to kind of have one last um quite you know it's quite it's quite um how would you put it like there there's a lot of humor in it you know there's there's darkness in the story but there's a lot of humor in in the way they interact and, and you can tell they've really bonded as a team they've come all they've come such a long way since psychodrome i agree entirely with what you say or i i agree entirely with uh, what you say about it being a really good story for adric um, I think you can tell that they've sort of gone into this with the mindset of okay, this is Adric's first story, um, or one of his first stories at Big Finish, um, with Matthew Waterhouse playing him. We'll give him an awful lot to do, um, and you know, as as you say, it has that really high concept, um, sort of early JNT era idea of, um, you know, taking a scientific concept, um, from the real world and basing a story around it. So you get, you know. Um, mathematics as the basis of all things um, and then given a bit of a Doctor Who twist in that there's there's monster numbers or, or, or sentient numbers that are you know predators um, in their own ecosystem um, which is a, a brilliant idea and it's so abstract and alien to our way of thinking and yet it ties in perfectly and you can see the logic in behind it um, I think I think Tegan comes out of it fairly well as well, and this is possibly a little bit sidelined. Um, there's a few moments that sort of feel like they're harking back to that bit at the end of it's it's at the end of Fort of Doomsday, isn't it? Um, where she sort of comes under psychic attack and uh, collapses. Yeah. Um, it sort of plays with that idea again a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I it's one I always enjoy. It's a really long-standing favorite, and it's uh, I. It always takes me right back. It's one I listened to on my walk um, to university um, in the mornings, and I remember it. it every time I started up, I, I just remember that and and um, 
sort of the train journey as well. So it's it's one of those ones that I um it's a bit of a comfort listen if if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it's a regular fixture in my Halloween playlist. I always want to come back to, and and love it. Um, captures that same season nineteen vibe. It, it sort of fits in again, you know, really really well. As you say, it leads into Earthshock. It it's it's. I really appreciate that they they were so incisive and so surgical is maybe the word about how how you know particular the placements are that you know you you start with this team's second story and it finishes with their penultimate um it's that's really really well done and you can t- tell there's a, a lot of thought has gone into these stories and and where they're set where they're placed and and what they're doing um yeah yeah i i i i think out of the two psychodrome is probably the one that has a little bit more to it um but iterations of eyes is a great thing on its own as well. Um, would you say you have a favorite from the set? Oh, it's definitely Psychodrome, same same as yourself. Um, I mean, they're both extremely strong stories. You know, the, the box set is, as you say, like it's one of the, the very best things Big Finish put out. So to say that iterations come second is is no, you know, is no slight to the thing. Like it, it is a great story. Like. And it, you know, if it had come out as a single release on its own, you know, it's still, it's still kind of like ten out of ten stuff, really. You know, it's just which ten is is stronger. And for me, it's it's Psychodrome. Um, it, I think just partly because it's just woven together so um, deftly. I mean, there's even things in it like, you know, like you know, you know when Adric says at the very beginning, you know, and this could be your room. And then you know, halfway through the story, you get that echo by another character and. You start to you start to draw the threads together yourself almost subconsciously before they they are overtly tied together by the, the main characters. But um, there's also this lovely thing in it where um, you know what my probably my fa- all time favorite big finish is Circular Time, and there's a little element of this that that's, that shares something with that, which is um, when when the character of Magus is is been left his fate at the end and he's he's going to cease to exist and he's kind of He's having an existential crisis over it. He, he kind of he goes, um, "There has to be another way," and then he says, "Is this death?" And and these these are um, these are flash forwards to things the Fifth Doctor will say. So there's kind of like you know there's there's almost um, what, what's that what's a term uh, Moffat uses in um, one of his stories about like deja vu in reverse. It, it, it's kind of like that sort of thing, um, just right at the very end, and also the, I don't know, just, just the whole thing, the whole thing, and then they just put a kind of final button on it with um, uh, that that last line, you know, where Tegan wants to be taken back to Heathrow, and um, she's invited to stay. So there is there is you know the seeds of a, a friendship forming there, um, but she's insistent nonetheless because she's such a a, a brittle <laughs> person on the outside that um she wants to, and, and and he says okay i'll get you there you know after all what could possibly go wrong and to me that is just such a fifth doctor i think the fifth doctor stories have the highest hit rate of great like witty closing lines they just seem to pull off these real like like quite um like punchy closing lines you know and it, it, I, th- I think it has the highest hit, hit rate through all the big finish for those and this one's no exception 
Um, I'm kind of straying off the point a bit, but yeah, just there's so many things to talk about in it. That's that's the issue, really. Like it's very hard to to say all what makes it the superior story, even though iterations is great. Um, but but for me, yeah, it's it's the best of the two. I I completely agree. Um, f- for the reasons that we we'll have spoken about, it's it 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 just uses this team a little bit more. It tells a story that couldn't have been done, I think, with any other team. Certainly not to the same extent. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 is is probably worth the price of entry for the set alone. It's it's almost a shame that it's in a box set. You know that might put people off. Um, you know, as opposed to if it was a a main range story. Um, that would be maybe a bit easier to pick up as a single thing. Um, although obviously, when you get if you, if you do get this set, you're not missing out by getting the two stories. Not by any measure. They're both absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Um, but Psychodrome, I think I think Psychodrome just has the edge. Um, as far as these two stories go. Um, There's a lovely thing in it too. Sorry, this, again, this is just a, a sort of a you know, it's it's, it's not um, life or death to include this comment, but it's just um, there's a lovely thing in it where. Um, the doctor at some stage says to Tegan, um, you know, brave heart. And, and she goes, what? And he goes, I don't know. I just, I just thought it would, I just thought it sounded good. I just thought it would give you, you know, give you a bit of, bit of, bit of moral support in, in, in a hard time here. And, he, and she sort of goes, well, well, it doesn't and, and don't do it again. And then he repeatedly does it again. For, and it becomes, <laughs> actually, when they, when they have their exchange in power of the doctor, it's, it's kind of practically their parting words you know yeah so there's just something really lovely about that like th- this thing that will become very significant being, being almost like a throwaway please never say that again that's that's, that's complete completely rubbish you know? <laughs> um and that's that's such a doctor who thing um somehow you know yeah no i i i do love that that is you know it, it's it's a lovely moment again in the story when, when you hear it and it's there it is that's the first time that their iconic thing is said Yes. Um, um, and I, I don't mind, you know, there's there's sometimes when you're listening to Big Finish and you sort of hear, you know, things like that are introduced for the sake of introducing them. Like there's one, I think, where the seventh doctor gets his question mark umbrella um, halfway through, se- you know, season 27. Um, yeah. And it's it doesn't have half the weight that that moment does. So I don't begrudge at that at all. Um, it's 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 really lovely. There were just two moments in iterations of I that made me kind of roll my, my I was going to say my eyes, which which wasn't an intentional pun, but um, th- there's there's a moment where the doctor's sort of listing, he, he says something like lions and tigers and bears, and then Nissa goes, oh my, which yes. is like, it's so on the nose. It's like, okay, are, are you telling me there's an immutable law of the universe where people say that when that phrase is used? Because she, if it was Tegan, I would sort of more understand um, so I kind of I, I was a bit like oh, okay that's just a wee bit you could you could have jettisoned that line um, to use another season nineteen word um, but uh, what was the other one oh there was there was something um, there's a moment where one of the, you know the, the Irish character that turns out to be the, the, the sort of unexpected villain of the piece he um, this policeman oh, character yes the the guard yeah. Yes, he says, um, you know, he's, he says, you know, you know, we ought to get out of here, you know, or we'll all get killed sort of thing. And, and um, you'd be mad to stay. And, and, and Tegan says, I think it's Tegan says, oh, you don't know the doctor. You don't know the doctor at all, do you? And that just seems like a really odd phrase to use because it's like, um, well, of course he doesn't. Like, he's literally just met him. Um, 
and, and you know, just, if, if it had been phrased like, oh, you don't know the doctor, he, he won't do that. But it's just like the way that's written, it makes it sound like he should be expected, you know, after five minutes to, to know what the doctor would do. But apart from those tiny imperfections, I, I think it's, it, you know, it's a great story, both, both great stories and a great set. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I, I always thought, you know, it was it was strange because it sort of came, I think, at a time when Big Finish were experimenting with their format and starting out with the box set format. Um, this this it came after Dark Eyes, I know, but it was the first time I think a classic Doctor had maybe had. Oh no, because it would have been Unit Dominion, but um, yeah, it, it, I was always a little bit disappointed that there was no follow up. You know, there was no Sixth Doctor equivalent, no Seventh Doctor equivalent. But I love that it's here. It's its own little thing. It's you can point to it and say there's two uh, definitive fifth doctor era stories um if you like his era go now and 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 start with that yeah yeah it doesn't get much better i i think you know not not just for the fifth doctor who's my favorite anyway um i just think it's such a perfect encapsulation of of that era and i think um but but even just as a big finish story it's it's right up there in the in the top i don't know easily top 20 possibly top 10 releases that they've ever done it's, for sure it's, it's definitely really, really good um i think we'll leave it there then i think i think we've uh, done the set justice in uh, in talking about it here um yeah. thank you very very much for coming on well thank you for for having me on appreciate it no it's, it's, it's been a delight thank you um and we'll be back soon then for more spodcasting thank you all very much and goodbye mm-hmm.